Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. This is Rome Business Radio. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. I am Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. And I'm Thomas Kisselvist with Rome Floyd Chamber. Good morning, Roger. Good morning, Thomas. How are you? I'm doing fine. Great. Can't complain. How about you? <laughs> oh, complaining doesn't serve any purpose, I guess. <laughs> try, try to put a smile on every day. Uh, looks like we've got a great group of guests here lined up in our Zoom room for today's Small Business Spotlight. Would you please introduce them? Absolutely. And uh, yeah, we're, we're keeping the bar high with the quality of our guests and uh, today's <laughs> guests. Uh, you know, uh, three beautiful, wonderful women. Um, and I'm going to go ahead with Peggy Decker, and she is with Dr. Vago Orthodontics. And then we have LaDonna Collins. And she wins the prize for the longest name. She's working for the Rome Floyd County Commission on Children and Youth. And then uh, we have Samantha Rowland from the UPS store. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hi there. It's funny, Thomas, you, you teasing LaDonna about uh, her job title or her affiliation. What is, Thomas, what is your job title at the Rome Chamber? Oh, I, I think she's going to beat me. But I'm the... Director of Membership and Entrepreneurial Development. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's only like four words, but a little long. <laughs> that's that's a mouthful too. Well, thank, thanks everybody for joining us. I'll just kind of go around the room quickly here, you know, uh, to, to say a quick hello. And just if everybody can tell us a little bit about your business, kind of the, the headlines in a minute or so. Um, uh, LaDonna, let's start with you. I guess it's not really a business as much as it is a commission to serve our community. So tell us a little bit about what goes on at the Rome Floyd County Commission on Children and Youth. Sure. Good morning. I'm so glad that I'm here. The Rome Fleet County Commission on Children and Youth is a 33-year-old local nonprofit in Rome. And our mission is, I'm going to break it down in two words, um, the two most important words in our vision and mission statement is partnering and empower. So we partner to empower with local communities, um, churches, anybody in the community that wants to work with children. We collaborate. We pull pieces together. We're that middle man um, that if there's a hole in the bridge or a gap in the bridge, we we partner and we connect everybody. We connect resources. We provide mini grants. But most importantly, we use our local data that we have to solve local issues with children, youth, and families. And like I said, we've been around for 33 years and uh, we're excited to be around for another 33 more years here serving the community in Rome. And there is one of me in every county in the state of Georgia. Yeah, I was going to say, you guys were set up by the state uh, legislature, correct, many years ago? Yeah, back in 1989, uh, we were set up. But fortunately, in Rome, we were on the cups. We were actually the first that was established a, a couple of months before the state legislator. And then Family Connection came in behind us. So, yeah, we um, kind of were the forerunners in the beginning. And last quick question for you off the top, and we will circle back around. Uh, you said you're nonprofit. Are you state funded? Are you donation funded? How uh, anything and everything? <laughs> Absolutely. A little bit of both. We do get some funds from Georgia Family Connection Partnership, who, who is an umbrella that we're on. We get we, So they get funds from Department of um, Human Services. 
as well as we get local funding from um, local donations around our community. I got you. Uh, I'm a businessman. My, I asked my father many years ago. I had done some some work in the nonprofit sector, and uh, I was asking him. A, my dad's an entrepreneur and a businessman, and I, I said, uh, "Dad, have, have you ever? Do you have any information about nonprofits?" And he said, "Well, not on purpose, but he's run many of nonprofits." Right, right. It's, we have a lot of not on, not on purpose information to share. So. Um, okay, uh, continuing around the room here, uh, let's visit with Peggy Decker at. Vargo Orthodontics. Hi, Peggy. How are you? Hello. How are you today? I'm just hunky-dory, as we say down south. Good. Uh, Good. Now, you're responsible for community outreach at Vargo. Yes. No, no. So what does that mean? <laughs> well, um, we try to view at Vargo Orthodontics. He's, he's been in practice here for uh, over 25 years, since 1996. And um, as Thomas referenced, it, it is similarly tied to the marketing part of things. But we want to broaden that um, scope beyond just a marketing into the community, but also personal touch and outreach into the community. Uh, we have a very strong emphasis on education in our schools, in the community, and with local, private, um, public schools, home schools, uh, community organizations. And so I'm reaching into the community uh, for those purposes, as well as getting the message out of the importance of a healthy smile, a smile that will last a lifetime, um, that we want to customize our treatment plans for our patients, and a lot of things that components that go into the equation to create that healthy smile. Uh, this um, building that we're in, for instance, on Second Avenue, is the original double cola building built in the 30s. And it's on the National Historic Registry. The sign out front, it's interesting, is the original uh, double cola sign. And so that's um, just that's that standing long term standing in the community uh, to continue to give back while our patients bring so much to us, too, is part of why we're here. Well, it's interesting. You said he's been in practice 25 years. Is that right? Yes, sir. So, since 1996. So, so we're on a second generation of of smiles and straight teeth. Uh, that is right. <laughs> all, all over Northwest Georgia. Um, okay, and I think you're. You said you're on Second Avenue. Your your kind of sort of neighbor is Samantha at the UPS store. You guys are in Central Plaza, aren't you, Samantha? We are. We've been here almost 30 years. Um, so, tell us a little bit about the UPS store. It's kind of a one stop shop for just about anything you need, isn't it? We try to be that. We try to be um, a one-stop shop, especially for small businesses. Um, everybody knows that we pack and that we ship, but nobody really knows the fact that we do a lot of printing as well. Um, we can print uh, business cards, posters, banners, yard signs, you name, just name it. We just about can print it. So. And, and what else do you do? What other hidden things? I think I might have had to go fax something one time. We do faxing, we do notary, we do scanning and emailing, um, we do just regular copies. Um, like I said, we are we try to be the one stop shop for everything. Yeah, it's it's funny. I you know somebody I needed to fax it. I, it was required to be faxed. I don't know why I yes. couldn't scan it and email it. I'm like, where do you fax nowadays? And- <laughs> we hear that a lot. Faxing. A lot of people think that that's not a very common thing, but it, it truly is. We do a lot of faxing. <laughs> yeah. Um, still to this day. Um, well, Thomas, let's, let's stop by you here at the chamber. Tell me a little bit about this group and why you brought them together for our show today. Uh, well, 
you know, I thought it was a great mix. Um, you know, I, I, I know La Donna uh, from lots of nonprofits uh, organization in Rome that you served together. Um, Dr. Vago Orthodontics, my son, personally, um, uh, he has an appointment there this afternoon. So, um, <laughs> and prior to my to working in the chamber world, I was dealing with them a lot when I, you know, um, had duties with the forum. So, um, always forward thinking and um, great support of the community, and as well as as the UPS store. Um, they they they're my neighborhood, uh, you know, all one stop shop kind of place, you know. Um, my lovely wife, she orders a lot of uh, products online um, and we have to ship them and that goes through the UPS <laughs> store usually. So, uh, great, great mix of people. Uh, hey, Samantha, do you, got, do you guys have mailboxes too? We do have mailboxes. We have personal mailboxes and business mailboxes. Uh, so, small, medium, and large. We take care of everything. <laughs> yeah, it, it literally. It, it's you, funny. It's funny. We have so many uh, nonprofit, um, you know, members at the chamber, and when we go, when we do our mailings, probably sixty percent uh, have the address registered with you guys, or you know, with Central Plaza. It's funny. Well, we love our nonprofits. We try to give them a, um, a discount on everything that they do, regardless of what it is, and work with them because they work in a budget. They don't have a lot of money they can just throw around. So when they come to us and say, hey, we need this, we we work with them hand in hand to try to make sure they get what they need when they need for the price they need. Uh, LaDonna, mm-hmm. I, went to your, I went to your website before the show, and you, you mentioned this word briefly when I visited with you just a couple of minutes ago. But y'all really stress at Rome Floyd County Commission on Children and Youth collaboration. Yes. That, is, that is all over your website. Yeah. Uh, so tell me, tell me more about that and how that works for you and why it's so important for you. You know, well, a lot of families, a lot of organizations need things in Rome, um, from bedding to food to school supplies. And a lot of times people don't know where to go. So we're we're a lot of the times that we get the call, we get the emails, um, we get the emails when people have things that they want to uh, provide for the community, and we're that middleman. I'm okay with being the re- middleman or the re- the community resource person to be able to let people know, hey, um, this organization is providing food, and we're this organization is giving out mini grants. So that's what we do. We connect and we collaborate and we coordinate in order for communities and families and children in our community to get what they need. Um, everybody doesn't know where the resources are and we're here to provide those resources. And it's so exciting. Yeah. To be able to see when needs are met, when you have a family that calls you or calls another organization, like, you know, um, the family exchange club and they need something and they call us and we know someone that has it, we're able to just direct traffic and get everybody linked together. And it's a wonderful collaboration. No, pun intended, but it's a wonderful thing to see when organizations know that who they can call and they can get their need met. So that's what we're all about. Well, it's funny. I can, I can just hear the passion in your voice about what you do and you're smiling all the time about it. So, so what are, what are some of the needs that we might not know about what's going on in the community where help is needed most? 
You know, the, the, the whole foster care issue in Rome is a, is a big situation. We are actually housed here at Restoration Rome here in Rome. And um, they're that one-stop shop for all things foster care. And so a lot of times people don't realize that when a child is put into foster care, um, a family might step up and may have been approved to say, hey, we'll be a foster parent, but they don't have bedding. You know, so if they don't have bedding, fortunately, the Ball Corporation has reached out to us and they provide us funding to make sure that kids in our community get bedding. Uh, That mental health situation, uh, literacy, literacy is a big component uh, for us. That's why we started Books, Barbers and Beauticians, where we connect with three local barbershops and beauty salons here in Rome. And when the kids go and um, get their hair serviced, if they read a book, they get an incentive. So literacy is a big issue here in Rome that a lot of people may not know. And unfortunately, it hits our males more than it does our females. So literacy, foster care issue, the lack thereof, uh, we need mental health, more mental health providers and more families to understand and be uh, be able to say, you know, we're okay with the stigma of our child having a mental health issue. We want to be able to get help for our child and not being ashamed to ask for help. So that mental health issue, child abuse and neglect, and literacy um, are, are three of the things that we hang our hat on to make sure that we help in our community. And we have a lot of fun creating creative ways to help out in our community. What is your background? How did you get involved at Rome Floyd County Commission on Children and Youth? Woo, we can go back. Uh, when I graduated from college, actually, my first job out of college was at the health department here in Rome. I was the public health educator for the teen center here in Rome at the health department. And I did that for about... Um, two and a half years full time. And then since I was in the schools at the youth detention center, almost every single day, I decided that I wanted to go back to school to be a teacher. So I received my master's in secondary education and I did that. And I became a severe emotional behavior disorder teacher. And I taught middle school and high school for a couple of years, but I was still the contract public health educator uh, for the health department for a few years thereafter. And then I got laid off in the 2008, 2009 crunch. Um, with education. So no, nothing lost. I went back and I've served as the contract public health educator for the teen center for a while. And I was a newlywed and we decided that we needed a little bit more. So from there, I went back to public health, but I kind of switched my hat and I became the emergency preparedness training coordinator for public health. So I did that for a couple of years and realized that I missed working with uh, teenagers. So I went to Georgia Northwestern Technical College and I became the GED instructor for 16 to 24 year olds um, through a program called UCSS Academy. And I was there for five years. And um, at, in 2019, I moved over here as the executive director of the Rome Floyd County Commission on Children and Youth. So I've gone around the mulberry bush, but everything has <laughs> led me back to um, working and helping people get from where they are to where they want to be in our community. Well, it is interesting. And one of the reasons I asked the question, I do like touching on people's backgrounds because people that might be listening to this podcast, they might find something interesting about a career and they may not know how to get there. So if you can kind of chart how somebody did, you know, charted their path, but then some people find their passion 
and they lock into it for their life. Some people have a dozen different careers through the course of their life. I'm just, I'm fascinated by all of it. Um, so like, uh, Samantha, are you, what is, are you the owner at the UPS store? You guys are a franchise or you, you, we are a franchise. Uh, Carol McCann actually owns the franchise. Um, I've been here a little over 15 years. Um, so through those 15 years, it's evolved from, you know, one thing to another because UPS itself has grown. So um, right now I am the senior marketing director. Okay. You've been there 15 years. So like, what is your background prior to that? Prior to that, I, um, I'm a military wife. So I have moved around quite a bit um, over the country and um, I actually did home daycare. So I took care of little ones in my home um, on the military basis. So, right. so, so are you from Rome? How did you end up in Rome? I am from Rome. Okay. I am from Rome. Um, my husband got stationed over in Kuwait. I was pregnant at the time. So I came home to be with my mom <laughs> so that she could help me with my other two. And um, we built a house and we just stayed here. So gotcha. he moves around. He continues to move around. The children and I are now stationary. <laughs> where, where, where is he now? He now is stationed up in Greenville, South Carolina. This is his actual, his last station. He just left Texas and he just got to Greenville about a month ago and um, he will be retiring in about two years. So we're very excited about that. Well, thank him for his service and thank you. Thank you for (laughs) adjusting your life to his service. Wow. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Everybody does what they have to do, I guess. Um, Peggy, what what is your background? How did you get, get connected with Vargo Orthodontics? Uh, well, I'm, I'm glad that I did get connected to Fargo Orthodontics, although uh, it was a new endeavor for me. My background is in education. I've been a um, traditional school teacher as well as non-traditional, as well as working with homeschool groups. Uh, from the time I graduated from college, I began teaching school, and uh, I've taught in several different schools uh, in Indiana as well as in uh, Georgia. And um, that's my passion has always been for education. Uh, I love non-traditional models, and that was sort of where I plugged in the last 15 to 20 years or so. Uh, and um, being able to, to take uh, a concept and present it in a unique way so that it sticks and uh, that a difference is made for the kids in their lives because of what they've learned. So uh, that was my background, and um, as well as a lot of community involvement. My husband pastors a small church in Somerville, and so we have a lot of uh, sort of volunteerism or community involvement there. And so between those two, um, I sort of saw my future heading, staying in that direction. Uh, About four years ago, the small non-traditional Christian school I was teaching in, I had to closes doors because of financial reasons, enrollment, financial reasons. And um, that is when I became aware of this position at Dr. Vargo's office. He contacted me about it. And the I think the uh, crossroads of that decision was developing educational programs in the same vein for Dr. Vargo's office, which seems a little bit unusual. You don't usually hear that about a a medical practice or a dental practice developing a program like that. But as I came on board and began to learn, because I w- I'm not, a, I'm not clinical. I had to learn a lot of new things uh, about the practice and um, 
as I began to learn those things, I realized that how important bringing the message of dental health awareness is. And I have been so excited and become made that switch over to becoming passionate about this educational message. And uh, I'm able to go into many, many schools uh, with two different educational programs. So one is our program called Partners in Education. Uh, Whenever a student begins treatment with Dr. Vargo, he contributes back a donation of $50 to their school in their name. We've been doing that. um, She mentioned the the crunch in around uh, 2008 or nine since that time. And Dr. Vargo uh, realized and perceived the needs that teachers were having at that time. He began this program. So I travel to, we're partnered with at this moment, 49 schools uh, in the surrounding area. Uh, And I travel to those schools four times a year, taking donations, uh, sometimes hundreds of dollars to one school at a time, wherever the students have begun treatment, wherever they go to school. And the cool part that I love about it is we pull the kids out out of school to bring the money to to their school. The kids actually get to choose where they want it to go so they can choose a program that they're passionate about, a sports program, the library, uh, a teacher's classroom. And then uh, I personally go in and speak to every student, thanking them for being a patient and encouraging them to find ways to give. That's the message I get to take through that program. Plus I get to see a lot of teachers eyes light up when they have a few dollars to spend in their classroom. Uh, Our other educational program that I've been able to develop here is called smart smiles. We have a educational program, hands-on demonstrative Um, very interactive program from kindergarten all the way through middle school, working on developing it for high school as well, uh, where I take this program in, do an hour-long session with whatever students I'm I'm presented with to explain the importance of dental health and um, the importance of uh, taking care of your teeth, how that affects your overall health, uh, how it affects uh, even, you know, it has such an impact on, on people and confidence level, health level. So I'm able to show them using a lot of science experiments and a lot of uh, sort of funny things that we do. And then we give all the kids uh, tooth, dental care kit, toothbrush, toothpaste, floss, uh, different supplies when we leave that session. So I've uh, just in February last year, right before COVID hit, I was able to do this program for 1,200 kids, um, did Young Scholars at Shorter last week. We do a lot of science clubs, um, classrooms, wherever we're given the opportunity to take the message, we go. And um, so that has been, it's it coincided with my background, but then I learned a lot of new things to be able to implement too uh, in other areas of marketing that I wasn't as familiar with, but I've enjoyed learning and partnering with dental dental practices in the area as well. Well, it's interesting. Um, obviously, when we hear orthodontia, we, we think, you know, I guess teenagers. Uh, right. But, but uh, is, is and, and that fantastic work that you guys are doing to connect with the community in that regard, those, those are great. Um, but do adults, uh, just kind of more of a business question, are adults getting more orthodontic work done these oh. days? Yes, sir. And that is the other thing, the other message that I take in that I, I was told this when I first started working here, 
but it wasn't until I experienced it myself and saw the difference it made that I be, it it became integral to my approach in education. And that's on both ends of this age spectrum that you that you mentioned. Um, the American Association of Orthodontics recommends every child be screened at age seven. That, is, of course, doesn't mean every seven-year-old needs treatment, but they be, if they are screened, then um, Dr. Vargo can look at that, uh, their growth process and predict issues that may develop and prevent them before they start rather than waiting until it, a lot of things have to be uh, corrected in the teenage years. Uh, it's more, much more difficult to make uh, orthopedic changes once they've reached up 12 or 13. And if those orthopedic changes can be made while they're still growing, they're stable and then you capitalize on the growth spurts. And so I, I didn't realize until I saw for myself what a difference that makes in, in people's lives. So to answer the other end of the spectrum, I believe our oldest patient right now is 82. We have many, many, many patients in their 50s, 60s, 70s, and some in their 80s. Because if those orthopedic changes maybe weren't made or in those early years, then you begin to have the jaw popping, clicking, jaw staying open when you open, when you yawn, take a big bite of the cheeseburger, whatever it is. And uh, those TMJ, TMD issues begin to develop uh, chipping, cracking of the teeth because of the out of alignment. Uh, Dr. Vargo's, Dr. Vargo has an added degree in cranial facial biology. Therefore, he looks at a lot more than just straightening teeth, um, and he's looking at proper function of the jaw, the joint, the airway, and because of that, a lot of adults are helped by his expertise in that area. Wow, it's interesting that you can almost jump in there at age seven and start looking down the road, and, and you know, that's like that's like cutting a deal with a tooth fairy, like right after the tooth fairy. <laughs> it, it really, really is interesting to see what a difference it can. It prevents many extractions and surgeries if the, if the treatment can be handled while they're still growing. Well, that's, that's fantastic. Uh, LaDonna, with the Rome Floyd County Commission on Children and Youth, um, let's kind of go around the room one last time here. How can people contact you, follow you on social media, help you financially, help you with service? What do people need to do to connect with you and your organization? Sure. Um, so we're very active on social media. We um, utilize Facebook and Instagram a lot. So you can find us under Rome Floyd County Commission on Children and Youth, or you can email me at lcollins at rfcccy. So that's three C's, y.org. Um, or call me at 706-844-4952. Uh, we do have our 27th annual uh, Swing for Kids golf classic that's coming up on September the 24th. So we're really excited about looking forward to getting different sponsors in um, our books, Barbers and Beautician um, literacy program is really, really getting off the charts. Something really exciting that's coming up is um, the 105-year-old barbershop here in Rome, that's the Forest Barbershop, reached out to us and they actually want a Books, Barbers, and Beauticians at their location. So starting in August, we're going to have a Books, Barbers, and Beautician pilot at the oldest barbershop in Rome. So we're really excited about that. And I'm looking forward to partnering with Peggy at Vargo Orthodontics and seeing how we can work together. Samantha does our business cards for the Commission on Children and Youth. So I'm ready to work. Collaboration 
Foundation is the name of our game and however we can partner to empower with any organization that is um, connected here today. We're ready to do it. So thank you for partnering to empower. Look for that hashtag and hashtag partner to empower anytime you partner with any organization to empower others. Fantastic. They were already doing business together or going to do business together or connect. I love it it too. Um, So Samantha, you guys are in Central Plaza. Um, Any any other contact information or are you guys on social media at all? Or I guess the UPS brand is known everywhere anyway. (laughs) Well, we have our own um, Facebook page. We have Instagram on there. So um, you can call any one of us here at the store or come by and we all know how to do just about everything. So We'll be glad to help anybody with any, any needs they have. Yeah. As we, we touched on earlier, you guys have more to than meets the eye. Uh, we, we really do. We really do. Uh, so, so yeah, very, very helpful. Uh, and, and Peggy contact information or social media, how could people, um, or, or maybe schools connect with you that haven't already or, or, or yes, pa- patients that want to come see Dr. Vargo. We are on Facebook and Instagram. You'll see a lot of our posts about the community service that we're involved in, as well as bragging on our patients um, on Facebook and Instagram. Our website is myvargosmile.com. You can reach me at community at vargosmile.com. That's an email address. I would encourage anyone who is curious to check out our Google reviews. They kind of tell our story. And that would be a good a good connection as well. Uh, we also provide the Vargo Ballet, which is a shuttle service to all Floyd County, Rome City Schools, and Calhoun City Schools, some Gordon County schools as well, where we go to the schools, pick up with, we're partnered with the schools where we pick up the patient, bring them for their appointment, the clinic sees them, then they're taken back to the school, and there's no charge for that service. Helps working parents. So you'll see our Vargo Ballet out. And you know that those kids are being taken uh, to their appointment. Then the clinic, uh, you know, converses with the parents uh, about what was done that day. So that's another little community connection we have that seems to help a lot of people. Wow. But I would encourage anyone to give us a call because we would be, I would be thrilled to give anyone, whether it's personal educational information or corporate or educational in a school system, it doesn't matter. We We like to talk to anybody. Peggy, you got a round of applause from LaDonna when you were talking about shuttling kids from school for their appointments. We do. That's it's it is huge. It is such a help to people. And there's no charge for it. Uh, so it's um, we've expanded. We've been doing it in Rome and Floyd County for 10 years. Have a g- good relationship and good um, access with the schools. And the kids have a great time. <laughs> Plus, if you're the kid, you know, you miss an hour or two of school. Yes, right. That's right. But we found they miss less school with us because parents tend to say, oh, let's just not go back sometimes. (laughs) And they don't stop them for ice cream on the way back. No. That's right. Well, it's because you don't don't think. That's what I want. It's it's funny. I never thought thought about the logistics of that. But yeah, every, you know, the appointments have to be during the day. You can't schedule every appointment from 3.30 on or when school lets out. And it's tough on working parents and they have to take vacation days and things like that so we're able to help them out with that yeah um thomas any final thoughts from you on this group or uh, a, a, a theme that binds us all together yes i have a theme but before i stop it's the theme um samantha that's one more marketing activity that i always 
look forward to, and that's your annual Christmas billboard with the Santa hats on short. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> we always have on Santa hats or Santa shoes or Santa necklaces. Something's always going on here. We are Santa's little elves. <laughs> I love it. I well, love it. We're not we're not even at the we're not even at the fourth of July yet and we're talking Christmas. Great. We love it around here. That's our busiest time and we absolutely love it. Oh yeah, I can imagine. I'm sorry, go ahead, Thomas. All right, well obviously every everyone's uh focus, um, you know, uh other than their business, I, I did a little bit of studies, obviously children. So it's it's either in in the title of the organization or working with children or bringing up children. And from Peggy, we heard, you know, partners in education and, you know, the majority of, of their clients or patients are children. And also um, what, what, what I found on the UPS store is, you know, the Marine Toys for Tart Foundation. You guys work with them uh, really close together as well. So, we do. Um, we gave a huge amount of books to uh, Elm Street this year. So. Right. You know, everything's focusing about uh, around the, around children, which is important because you know children's uh, that's our future. And the second one is since we have UPS here, you know, everything is uh, kind of like around the box. You know, uh, we heard from Peggy; she likes to think outside of the box, and you can see that also. You know, in in uh, the marketing activities and outreach activities, it's just outside classical, outside of the box thinking. Now, Donna, um, I think you know if you. If you look at the organization, it's kind of like a chamber organization or almost like a box. And you you are kind of like the connector in the box where to find the missing pieces or where to find, you know, piece one or piece two, piece three, just kind of like an Ikea, Ikea box. And then, of course, you know, uh, you bring that box to the UPS store and, uh, <laughs> and ship that out. Deliver it. To, to, reach, to reach the community, so um, that's the connection right there. Now, you know, we all already realized that we can there are already, already connections, and we can build on those connections. It's, it's an awesome group. I, I could we could always count on Thomas to create create the connections, and uh, I wish we had the rights because right now, when you started talking about all the the connectivity through serving children. Uh, I thought you were about to break into Whitney Houston's. I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. But we don't have the rights to that song, so right. I, I, I would I would like to play us out with that. So maybe I just plant the seed with our listeners. Maybe they'll just hear it in their heads now. Um, I'm making light of what is obviously a very serious connection. That's great. Everybody everybody's doing their thing to serve our community. So uh, and that's the point of Rome Business Radio and here in the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight to let people share their stories, create connections. So this was a fantastic conversation. Thank you, ladies, all for joining us. It was fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. It's a privilege. We appreciate it. Thomas, as always, yeah. it's been a pleasure. Once again, you have been listening to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. We broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thank you for listening.